My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And today we're venturing somewhere that I think mostly one of us goes and the rest of us don't regularly find ourselves there. But you know, it happens to everyone. That's right, we're gonna be talking about a sports dramas. Yay! Yeah, Amanda is very excited. I got a flag. Um, Little she flag. loves sports dramas. Um so she's gonna take lead. She's gonna take lead on this. She's gonna tell us all about what is a sports drama, what qualifies as a sports drama, and then we're just gonna talk about some sports dramas. That no, we're just we gonna personally. sit back and relax. Cool. <laughs> we're gonna chill. We're just yeah. gonna be like, listen. Yeah, okay, okay. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Sports and me have not traditionally been a mix in person you know yeah okay so before roller derby me and sports okay i competed when i was like nine in a badminton competition where i came in second thank you um but like you know i was nine so me and sports until roller derby did not i took ballet for 10 years um but that's not really a sport it's very individual it you mm. know it, it's kind of a sport but not really there's no like competition there's no winner there's no team really like it's it's athletics but it's not really sports and I wasn't that good at it either so I mean you know but yeah and then I got into roller derby but even before roller derby I always loved sports movies and sports dramas and and like once in a while a documentary but like Happy Gilmore and The Sandlot and Mighty Ducks, like a league of their own. This is what I loved. And I mean, that's my K-drama origin story is that like Netflix was like, wow, you've watched like three golf movies and documentaries <laughs> in a row. Do you want to watch this Korean drama about a golfer? And I was like, yes, yes, I do. You know what? Sure, sure. Uh, my experience with sports is that my mom determined that I had to join a sports team because all of my sisters were sporty. Um, so I joined the softball team in middle school. Hmm. Um, I had to go to every practice and the coach only let me play one game when the opposite team didn't have enough players. Which, you know, Granted, I wasn't the best softball player, but I wasn't the worst, and I was in grade six, and that does a real dive. But for also, your you're never gonna like go far if you're not gonna actually be able to. No, and even it was, right. like, even even everyone else on the team, like we went all the way to like championships, like we were like the best middle school softball team, and everyone else on the team was like, shouldn't we like let Natalia play? Mm. Like she hasn't I played a single game, and I was like. Yeah, I just sat here and had to go to every practice and every game. That happened to my sister with uh, volleyball in like grade seven. And they had, the way they do it no, here is no, like, no, they just no, do no. one day tournament and you play no. against all the other school's teams and then you're done kind of thing. So it was like a whole day of volleyball and she was benched every game, the Ugh. whole, she came home at lunch crying and my parents were away on vacation I was old enough that I was like babysitting and the neighbors were looking in on us kind of thing mm -hmm. and she came home crying and she was like I can't go back to school I'm so embarrassed I'm so like and her teammates were like Mary Beth like she should play you should let her on kind of thing and she was just so upset that I was like, no, okay, it's cool. I'll, you know, I, I had to walk back to high school. I didn't walk past her school. I stopped in and I like tore a strip off the principal. And I was like, Good. well, my sister's not coming to school this afternoon. I decided she's sick and she's staying home. And um, she's in grade seven. Like, yeah. what the heck? Like everybody should play in grade seven. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like, that's garbage. Yeah. It's like, like, it's kind of traumatizing. Like it really put me off is. sports for the rest of it, my life. Yeah, it really can. Like, if you're not gonna allow people to participate in the participation, the like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Especially in like middle school sport. Like this isn't the friggin' no. big leagues. Like, anyway. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> I was not, I mean, and I, 
I played roller derby for like maybe a year, not even a full mm. year. I don't think, um, I wasn't good at it. I enjoyed <laughs> like, I enjoy the sport. I love the sport. I love skating. I'm just not good at, at it, but I was really good at rules. So I became a ref and I was great yeah, at being like a ref and I love everyone. So, right? you know, mm -hmm. there are different ways to be involved in sports, but the thing I like about sports dramas is that you get all, it's kind of like watching highlight reels. Like you get all the good bits of the sports, mm -hmm. like, you know, like a baseball game is like three and a half hours or something. And you're like, okay, there's a lot of like, just now we're standing around. Now we're getting yeah. in position. Now we're, and you don't have to watch any of that with a drama or a movie. <laughs> you just get to watch them hit the ball the and parts. like make the runs. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, cool. Good, good, good. I like that part. It's, it's exciting part. You get, you get, the, you get all the action and none of the lead up, the boring, yeah. like, rule minutia yeah. yeah one of the great things about team sports dramas and movies is that there is sort of an inher inherent uh found family mm -hmm. aspect to it right where you know you usually have like the new person on the team or the you know whatever and and now we come together as a as a unit and you know so that's fun but I find, I like, I don't know what it is, honestly, about a sports drama in particular that I love so much, but I just really do. Like when I look at my top list of dramas, it's a lot of sports dramas. But mm -hmm. I think what makes a good sports drama is one where it's not just sports, right? Like it's not yeah. just, the point isn't just whether this team is going to win or lose the final thing. It's about it's like a springboard for character development, for getting to know people, for, you know, kind of like an office drama. Whatever they're making in the office or selling or whatever is not really the point of the office drama, right? Like, uh, there's a lot of really good office dramas where you're like, you finish and you're like, wait, what do they sell again? Like, is it furniture or car? I don't Listen, know. They're doing business. They're doing like, business. That's all that matters. Sports dramas are kind of the same way to me. A good one anyway is like, is it, I don't know. They were playing baseball. I think that was their sports. I learned about the characters and how they work as a team. And, you know, there's usually a romance or, a, you know, something. And it's just kind of fun. Like a really weird crossover one last year was that hot stove league mm. which was a sports drama right it's about a baseball team but it really wasn't it was an office drama that was about the business of running a sports team so there still was a counts. little bit of sports in there it still counts it's still great and there were sports My drama listed as but... a sports drama so exactly but like when you're watching the number of people who are like i don't usually like sports dramas but i really enjoyed this and you're like okay but do you yeah, like it was office like really, dramas it was really popular i still haven't watched it but it's on my list like it was like really big when it was it gone. was really really mm -hmm. enjoyable and just in weird ways like it mm -hmm. it went in directions you weren't necessarily expecting and um i remember somebody saying yeah, but I already know how it's going to end. It's going to, you know, he's going to turn the team around and they're going to win the big game at the end. And I'm like, but do they start watch watching it? And I'm like, like, I'm not, you know, the sure. ending of a rom com. Like, <laughs> exactly, right? They end but, up together. Yeah. Like, also, oh. <laughs> a surprise for most like things that you're watching. <laughs> if, if they don't, then it's not great. <laughs> like, you don't really like a rom com where things turn out not as you expect them to turn out so but I do find like some sports dramas like to do the like they make it to the big game but then it's over right you don't because whether they win or lose isn't really the point it's whether they could come together as a team and that. you know <laughs> like yeah. life lesson it's not it's about that. winning or losing it's about the journey <laughs> to get there about the teammates we made along the way <laughs> yeah. I find personally some of the absolute most boring sports to watch make the best dramas for some reason. And it maybe it's true. like, like golf <laughs> to just watch golf. And I do watch golf sometimes. I don't know why, but sometimes I just really enjoy it. But golf ASMR. movies, golf dramas, like 
I don't know what it is about them, but I really dig them. Like I, I love me some, you know, happy Gilmore, some tin cups, some birdie buddy, which was, you know, my, my starter drama. So I think because it isn't actually about the sport because like a lot of the sports dramas that I watched and enjoyed were about baseball or baseball players. And I think baseball is the most boring sport to watch on the planet. (laughs) I was just about to mention, like, my parents are not into baseball at all. Uh, But they do enjoy, like, a large handful of baseball movies and they rewatch them all the time. I love baseball movies and baseball dramas. And I just hate baseball so much like, <laughs> sorry to anybody listening who's a huge well, there's fan there's a lot of like, like just repetition in it me. too so yeah. it's not like they're like there are times when you're like oh yeah this is really like into you're into it because mm-hmm. there's a lot going on but sometimes it's just like they're doing the same motions over and over yeah. so there's no yeah nothing yeah. exciting and like pulling you in you're like oh, yeah I would say like that. typically for me with a like if I'm going to sit down and watch sports, I typically like things that are either um, more artistic, like when we, you know, with the Olympics, like watching the gymnastics or oh, the like synchronized yes. diving or something yes. like that's, that's what I dig or the really hardcore sports, like the rugby sevens or I love watching roller okay, derby. So and I, stuff, I think, but... I think that I've like clocked you. You like watching sports that defy physics and sports that could lead to murder <laughs> yeah but right. also yeah. short okay. because like even yeah. rugby sevens is only like 15 minutes long yeah like a gymnastic routine is like under three minutes yeah. like you're you're in your out and you like know? a dive is like 30 seconds yeah, done you're like exactly. i just like, need oh, this like oh, skating, gratification like, oh man like when figure skating comes on don't even, don't uh, even, like, me and figure skating, like, listen, I'm the least graceful person, but you show me some figure skating, I'm there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried, with the Olympics, we tried watching the, um, the surfing, and that is a sport that needs highlight reels, like, I yeah. am sorry, but, like, <laughs> yeah, see, I we were watching it, it for, like, 20 minutes, and nobody had taken, like, it just felt like, what are if we it's watching? Olympics, it's just... I will watch anything straight up. Like I like, yeah, yeah. I like limit myself to not do like weird things. Like sometimes I'll do where I like I'll have multiple sports going on. Like I'll be like, okay, fine, just pick one. And there's always like ten sports going on, and I'll just like pick some random things. I'll do like surfing, but I won't watch any of that outside of the yeah, Olympics. Yeah. Not in Olympics. I'm like, mm, no, nah. <laughs> no. Nah. My last like pre-pandemic big outing was with my sister we went to the roller derby like series season finale whatever like championships and it was so much fun but like again by the end you're sort of like by the last game you're like yeah okay you guys are all good this is great bye (laughs) (laughs) three days of like you know 10 games a day you're kind of like okay okay that was a lot of sports all at once it's funny if someone were to ask me like if I consider myself smart I'd be like no but then when I actually go evaluate the sports that I've played I'm like okay fine <laughs> I think you're sporty because you made us do so many sporty things <laughs> we did so many together sports on and our I was vacations. like what no I thought we were just gonna <laughs> hang out and drink soju all the time and you're like let's do archery and let's do this and uh, let's do this and I'm listen, like it was fun but it was, it was fun yeah That's it was true. a lot of fun Very I just much. wasn't prepared for that much activity on a trip like a trip <laughs> I was like wait a, a hot trip too it was oh a hot day it was so we got together once and I get I made them play sports, which I have never done to anyone else. So I apologize. <laughs> I mean, we got it. Like it was like definitely weird. She was like basically making us, you know, do the idol Olympic, you know, the <laughs> idol games, <laughs> Isaacs. We were all terrible. Was, yeah. Well, I was but just was, like, you know, I'm not gonna win anything. Like <laughs> I'm not even gonna make this like arrow move. I don't know what you're <laughs> wanting was, from me. It was very <laughs> fun. But <laughs> we almost lost a few arrows in the grass there. <laughs> Never would have thought that they'd disappear like that. That was pretty yeah, funny. It was wild. They, they were they were hiding from the eye, like <laughs> as far as you know, in high school when you're kind of a part of a stereotype or something. I mm-hmm. I never was that. I was always the new kid. I had mm-hmm. friends that were into soccer mm-hmm. and they really wanted me to play soccer with them. 
And I said, nah. And then when I got into college, I dated a cross country runner and I was not into running. (laughs) But then when we broke up, like I was like, if he can run, I can run. So I started running (laughs) just to like get out my aggression at that point. (laughs) And then I saw some people like playing pickup soccer in the gym and then I got into that. And then I, I played intramural soccer girls. And then I went to a different town to play co-ed soccer indoor. And that was actually really intense and fun. I longboard too. I was skateboarding a lot during that time. I was very active. I don't do any of that anymore. As an adult, as an adult, I also played indoor soccer a little bit, but then I I, I would get too angry. So I (laughs) I was never, I was never into it. Like I think I might've played soccer when I was like very young, like for a year, but like I was the person singing the national anthem before the mm-hmm. games at every game in high school. If you went to high school with me, you know who I am because of that. Like, I would um, cheer for y'all. Yeah, and I'd um, go sit by the like marching band because all of my friends were in the marching yeah. band. Also, like the uh, uh, leader of the marching band was my accompanist. So like I helped out with the marching band. So I did that sort of thing. And there was that brief freshman year of college where I really liked the basketball player. So I was always at a basketball <laughs> game. Yeah, that's a thing too. I don't think I've ever actually been into like anyone athletic. So I've never had to go sit through that. Me and my like roommate, we were just like, we got really good friends with a lot of like the basketball players. So then it was like, actually had to go to like cheer on people that you knew. And you're like, now I have to be into it and like figure out like if you're doing well or not. Yeah. Like I knew absolutely nothing about cross country and I ended up being, you know, close friends with pretty much the entire team. I was like, what have I gotten myself into? I have to actually like pay attention to whatever's going on. And it was kind of funny when I went to an event, I was like, so we stand here and you guys eventually show up here. Like, I just, yeah. like, mm. <laughs> with sports drama specifically, mm. I think I'm not really drawn to them at all. Like, mm. but when I am, it's because of the found family aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked, I like that, but I think I like found family more when there's not also sports a competition going on I just mm-hmm. don't like competition in yeah general. Me, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm even not like- when it's like a low stakes competition it's still like I'd rather it be just like the office coming together pitching their idea like so like that, that office mm-hmm. drama yeah. side of it but yeah I don't I really don't know what it is that specifically about sports dramas really draws me and and sucks me in but it's always my like my go-to and I don't know I don't know why that's the found family you're not the only one it's like a very big genre drama so I think that people that aren't really into Asian dramas a lot yet and they don't know kind of all the different genres and how just like western media there's (laughs) all the different genres yes there's sports shows and so you know they see the really popular either you know Korean horror or Korean rom-com like that's yeah. I think that that is mm-hmm. that encompasses everything it's like oh no no friend are you into, <laughs> are you into sports movies well what we got some does stuff your for country you do more than one genre then so does other countries like- <laughs> yeah no sad thing and I feel like people that aren't you know unless Netflix just happens yeah. to throw it at mm-hmm. them for some reason they're probably not aware that no that's a thing over there too you know how we have the olympics every four years with like all the countries of the (laughs) world (laughs) oddly enough all those same countries also have media so (laughs) and all those people that are cheering for their teams they like media too like i mean it's a thing on twitter one time a couple years ago i had a discussion with a derby person that I know and she loves baseball and we were talking about baseball movies we went into a discussion about how baseball movies are the superior sports movie yeah they're pretty good they're pretty good you know (laughs) uh, she's like what about this and I was like oh yeah I love it what about this love it you know we're just going back and forth and I was like okay well you should watch Korean baseball movies and baseball dramas because they're really good and like 
And she's like, oh, like, where would I watch those? And I was like, well, oh, Prison Playbook me. is on Netflix. You could go watch that. Like, here's Let me one. Help and, you. you know, Let me give you all I, of the information. Here's a bunch of them that you could watch pretty much for free all it's over like, the place. Oh, wait, or, oh, wait. You know. do, you, do you like hockey? Do you like women's hockey? Do you like terse women's hockey with political intrigue that's not really about the hockey at all? Well, there's a movie for you, my dudes. <laughs> oh, that movie's so oh, good. Run on. <sighs> that's not the name of it. I'm sorry, Run Off. <laughs> run On is a really good show that also is technically a sports drama, but Run Off <laughs> is the name of the movie about Korean female hockey players. Okay. I, I've even watched a fair bit of on variety shows that I watch. Mm. Like there was a couple of episodes of Master in the House where they had Olympian people on their various sports and they would mm. do things with them. And that was just, it was really cool to watch it, but they would also, it was a very serious thing sometimes because it, it was the year that they were supposed to have Olympics and they didn't. And mm. so they would talk about how difficult it was for them to train hard for another year. Like. Yeah. And how some of them were kind of near the end of their careers and how that was incredibly difficult for them to know that they needed to go another year. So I've even wound up watching sports stuff there. Not really on purpose, but then like, I really enjoyed it. I made my husband watch it because I was like, watch, watch this like shooting guy. He does really cool stuff and watch these martial arts people. (laughs) Um, On I Live Alone, uh, one of the people they get a lot is one of the volleyball players. And she was actually in the Olympics. She's wonderful. She's She's really great. And so it like, you know, it follows her and like, it does go like to see her teammates and stuff. And she's like, so funny and so hilarious so you get to like see a little bit on it too in like that respect you know i'd be remiss if i didn't mention my bizarre obsession with uh isaac um the variety series where they force (laughs) idols to compete in various random sporting events against one another for the most for publicity right the most paltry it's like you win Dinner. Meat. <laughs> yeah. Some meat. Like, but yet, I love it, and I, I don't even like watching sports. No, I mean and... to express how much I enjoy that. I watched the special, the like two or three part special episode of that, where Moonbin and Minho and all types of people mm-hmm. like just commentated about most. Wait, let me tell you, when they had Moonbin doing the korean wrestling and he just friggin yeeted that poor guy like (laughs) that kid had no chance it was like his feet were off the ground in a second and he moved him just like sorry bro and just like tossed him like (laughs) that's what i love about isaacs when there's like the idols who are just like so good at whatever they're doing you're like how how are you that how are you good? this talented how did you get everything in life i don't understand it's like, it. it's like 17 yeah. competing in archery and they had like an olympic archer there like commentating and she's watching like them just be amazing at archery and she was like maybe we should like be recruiting these guys they'll do the thing where they have the camera in the middle and the bullseye every year there's never a year when it doesn't happen and you're like how how are you guys this good you are literally spending hours training for your stuff where did this come from what's happening when i was watching that special episode minho like he's one so much stuff but i think one of the things that he was known for was this like soccer game on there mm-hmm. he was coached by like one of the pro yeah. soccer coaches that was a big big name at the time and they like practice i mean like so you could tell they were doing professional level work yeah <laughs> like, wild and yeah where do you have the energy and time to do literally any of this i'm not sure <laughs> It's always wild to me when you see those interviews with Jackson Wang and he talks about how he was basically supposed to go to yeah. the Olympics. Yeah, for, he was supposed like, to be a professional for fencer. Fencing. And he was like, yeah, then I decided to like try rapping. I, yeah, I was like, like, how many, you know, this is such a short period of my life, but I could like sing forever. So like, I'm going to do that or whatever. And you're like, okay. But like both of his like, parents are Olympic athletes and like, yeah. it's wild. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he a torchbearer? Did I dream that? He might yeah, no, two, mem- two members of Super Junior were. Yeah, Dong Han. Um, and, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> they had, like, this episode, like, Super Junior has this. Yes. Like, where they were just following around two of the members, and one of them was Unhyuk, and they're like, we're gonna follow Unhyuk during his day. And it's just him, like, 
napping on his couch, but then Donkey and Yeso show up like after being the torch, like in their outfits, like da da da, like just annoying him, just being like, "We were just in the Olympics." Da 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 da, and he's like, "Why? Why are you here?" Because like the rest of the episode was just him like sitting on his couch, like looking at the you know the cameraman, being like, "You guys." You guys hungry? You know, like, <laughs> this is what I'm going to do on my day off. Want some food? This is all I do. <laughs> Which, fair. These guys, like, work hard. When they're working, they're working hard. So, mm-hmm. like, they got a day off. They yeah. can sit on the take couch it, and do, take a nap. <laughs> like, eat some food, get some sleep. That's that's what mm-hmm. I dream of for my idols. So, I have a question about sports dramas. It doesn't necessarily have to be about the sport. It can be about just an athlete of a sport. Would that still count as mm-hmm. a sports drama? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, Prison Playbook is at the top of my list. Mm. And I mean, he, in that well, drama, I mean, never plays baseball. Well, okay, like he practices. A, you know, he practices. He practices a lot. But there are no but, games being played. Uh, but there is the, what's neat with that one to me is that there is that found family aspect mm-hmm. Because he's in prison and he has roommates in prison. So, you know, yeah, like I totally think of that one as a sports drama. Mm. And then the writer of that is also the writer of Racket Boys, which is a much more traditionally sports drama Mm. sport. There's a team. There's there's things happening. Every, you know, every week there's some competition that they were doing or going to or whatever but you can definitely see when you're watching it that the same person is behind some of the jokes and the humor of it Mm -hmm. and stuff so i haven't watched the final episode yet (gasps) the gasp hope hope they don't biff it yeah i I trust them i've been quite enjoying it so far you're like they have to do that's actually a question yeah for sports dramas is it all that common for them to biff at the end no not usually because kind of like with the rom-com like as long as it gets there you're at least like where you expected to be kind of thing it can peter out like rom-com does sometimes where you're like oh this should have ended three episodes ago like we're mm, okay we probably didn't need to go into like sometimes it goes into it's it's not initially the the office drama version of a sports drama. It's just a straight sports drama. And then the final three episodes are going to be about the big takeover bid or something. And you're like, <laughs> you're like oh, yes. the office politics behind this team all of the sudden now. Like I just- to, uh, to quote my husband, if there wasn't some sort of corporate drama, was it really a K-drama? Like <laughs> They usually seem to stick the landing for me. Like, I think there are some that end better than others and- Sometimes with the C-drama ones, you can tell when they're kind of angling for a second season or something. And you're like, "Ah, okay. But like, I was watching one, an esports drama, and it had an unusual number of episodes. So I thought it was over because it was like, okay, 30, like that's a nice, usually it's 32. It's like 28 or 32 and it was 30. So like, okay, 30. Okay. But it's actually listed on my drama list as 31. And I was like, is that a typo? Or like, and then 30 ended and it it was like the big game. And it turned out there was actually 31 episodes and they went into it. But like the way that 30 ended, you were like, this could work Mm. because it sort of was like like the lead up to the big game. And it was like one of those like huge, you know how they have the huge arenas sometimes for these esports and and all the pyrotechnics and everything and the teams were both like crouching down on these platforms and then the the music the crescendo happens and they all stood up and crossed their arms and the platforms rose up to like you know all this fanfare and stuff and then it was over and you were like yeah that kind of works like okay and then like the next day youtube was like no there's 31 here's an extra episode and and then they wrapped up all the little you know loose ends and stuff but i was like, like that's the kind of ending that often, like when I was watching Stoke League, I was me. like, I could very, very much see that this drama is going to end with them like running out the tunnel at the beginning of the season. Cause it was all mm. that preseason time, that time yeah. between seasons. So I was like, I could very much see that this drama, the ending of it is just going to be them running out the tunnel for their first game. Because the point of this drama is not the big game. The mm. point of this drama is the 
can they make this team work? <laughs> like, so I want to go back a little bit um, mm-hmm. into like what defines a sports drama because I do feel that you can't just have someone who had had sports. Like, if you just know it and it's like this offhand thing about this character, I don't think mm-hmm. that would count as a sports drama. No, um, the like because I feel like the most important thing for a sports drama is taking lessons you learn from being like in a competition or part of a team or anything like that and applying it to not just like the group doing their sport but also could be life so like yeah. you know kind of like endurance or like the lessons you've learned you know focusing on a goal or something is good even if it's not applied to a sport like I feel like those types mm-hmm. of things have to be present in the drama for it to carry out as a sports I, drama I think like for it to be to me considered a sports drama the sport has to be integral like it has to be somehow you couldn't just pop it out and drop in now they're a cello player or something you know what I mean like and the whole rest of the drama still works it has to somehow change the story or affect the story affect Mm -hmm. the characters the fact you know because there's lots of I mean when you watch Thai boy love dramas like they're all set in college and all these kids play soccer or basketball yeah, or something those are like the easy things but to it's do. not a sports drama yeah yeah right but then there are sports drama type bls that are about a volleyball team like okay that's a sports drama but like, yeah i feel well, like it boys has to... wouldn't be the same if they weren't a swim team <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be a you know like i, I think an example of what isn't a sports drama but what a sport takes up a chunk of a character's time Mm. i think 30 but 17 yes is a good example of i mean absolutely that sport Mm -hmm. stuff is an integral part of that character yeah you see him competing you you know does that Mm -hmm. character learn lessons from sports yes but but not really that is and it and they don't frame it like that because that character actually learns way more from over here there's a found family thing and there's life lessons that weren't coming from the sport for that very sporty character and the two side sporty characters despite so like yeah there were sports but that was not the point of the show at all like if his if his cousin if his older cousin had or uncle or i can't uncle yeah if he was like his coach or something then that probably would have started to pull it more into that realm because now everything is kind of revolving around that but yeah like you said it's integral to that character but not to the show as a whole to where so like you said he could have been a cello player could have been banned and it still Mm -hmm. would have been important but not change the overall and he actually did learn perseverance which he applied to his sport life but again he didn't learn the perseverance from the sport. He learned yeah. it over here from mm-hmm. these other characters that had nothing to do with his sporting. I would agree with that. It's weird sometimes how you watch something and be like, no, not a sports drama. And then you watch something else and you be like, yes, yes. sports drama. Yeah. Like, this is, this is <laughs> a sports like, drama. Done. This yeah. Is, it's got me here. Like, especially with like esports dramas, because some of them, like I'm watching right now, You Are My Glory, not a sports mm-hmm. drama. Like, no, not a sports drama, but it's also not really esports the same way. Like it's more video game playing than esports. You know, like it's not that whole team setup thing that they do in an esports drama. So mm. it doesn't, you know, doesn't have that same feel. And then- I, I have one that like maybe controversial. I kind of don't say it's a sports drama, but every list says it's a sports drama oh my venus do we think that's a sports drama oh that's a tough one that's a tough one i don't think it is i have it on my sports drama list but i was looking at it today and i was like "Mm, but are you really like not really like i just because i mean there's sports where where did where did the life lesson like is the question where do the life lessons and themes of the show come from isn't mm. it coming from the relationships? And it not comes from, from the relationship. Yeah. It's not from getting healthier or whatever. It's yeah. not that aspect of but it. Even then, I wouldn't 
count like a show about like personal trainers sports yeah. drama well, unless right. they're actually like it's full-on like a, a workplace sports drama yeah. where it's personal trainers you know yeah like, like if sung hoon was the main character and yeah, it was about yeah. his journey in boxing and his trainer and like if it was all focused around him then yeah sports drama right but otherwise like yeah i feel it's just like you do sporty things in it, but it's not a sports drama to me. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that assessment. Go, go, squid. Ah, go, go, squid. There's a good old sports drama. <laughs> There's a classic. But as far as where do we usually focus the relationship? Yeah. Like Listen, the- they spend a lot of time. Working for the glory of China. If you say to me the sports East drama and it's named Go Go Squid, I expect it to be underwater. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. It is 100%. And I know not. that's a bait yeah. and switch there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've like, watched so many esports dramas, and on my, you know, I'm looking at it on drama list, I have a, you know, custom list for sports dramas. And the only ones that I've got on that list that make my sports drama list are King's Avatar and Crossfire because they're so heavily focused on the team building and the like breaking into the sport or how like they're focused on the sport and there might be romance and there might be other stuff going on. But I mean, Crossfire has a whole murder mystery going on. It's about the sport. So sport is what's really the important yeah. part. Whereas Go Go Squid, I feel like aside from the relationship, it was really like here's some theatrics of esports. Is what, what it felt like. Yeah. These yeah. young men were working hard to prove that the underdog China and the <laughs> esports world really needs, <sighs> you know. So, was there time. any like times where they like showed them like actively doing stuff for the yes. sport? Yes. yes, they had competitions that they took did. place in lovely downtown Norway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go Go Spin Squid's the one with the really bad sport, though, right? Yeah, That's it was the like one with the really bad video game. Yeah. Like, it's not even a video game. It's like they were like. Oh, it was like security hackers. competitions. Yeah, it was yeah. like they were like security hackers competent. <laughs> It was a sports drama. The sport was just very boring. (laughs) (laughs) But they had really neat uniforms. They did, and they They had, like, the sickest training complex you've (laughs) ever seen in your life. But, who boy. All for, like, hacking. (laughs) And, like, do you, like black screens with green and white text i mean <laughs> boy yes, are you obviously in, are you in uh, a good time? And, and then during the competition it would really be like let's say a map of the world like, like outline of the continents and stuff and then it would show like you know how lines. like the lines going between the communication yeah. lines that you see on every graphic ever. And then, you know and, the, and then it would cut so to they like they're on dial you know, up a, yeah, a, just a, a sweaty a sweaty a sweaty teenager typing furiously <laughs> and like looking over and then there's the one who was always oh, really no. calm typing and you're like ah uh, yes ah uh, yes uh, and yet for some reason people would be sitting there cheering for this yeah like i, I get i get esports competitions i get why like watching like a smash brothers competition would be really fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, not so much not professional so much security one. hacking yeah. like that seems <laughs> like no no less in, like the less fighting games okay yeah okay. like sure. listen like a PUBG tournament hell yeah that'd be fun now i will admit i have watched and this will be it's idols they sometimes do esports stuff yes, and i've watched some of PUBG. that so mm-hmm. i've i've watched some overwatch the mm-hmm. thing with overwatch when overwatch was announced i got really into like the because they sh- talked about the characters and the story a lot i was like oh i would maybe be into that game then they showed the gameplay and it's they lost me completely it's i cannot incomprehensible. watch it so even like, when i, I watch so I was watching my Astro Kids and Jinjin specifically. He was playing a hamster in a wheel. So he looked very different than yeah. every other character. And so, yeah, I could tell what his character was when they would have it on the screen. But I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know who's winning or losing. Like, you have lost yeah. me completely. <laughs> so esports yeah, are fun sometimes to wear. Yeah. 
Who knows? Listen, the fun part about GoGo Squid was not the esports competitions. Okay. Like, <laughs> no. And I think don't go into GoGo Squid as a sports job, but it is a sports job. It's, listen, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a rom com masquerading as a sports job. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, people are very serious about their listen, job. And what it Doing does rom com, what it does rom com, it does well. And actually, like, the hype up to the sports. It does well, but when you're actually watching the sport, I say in quotations, dry. Oh. So dry. A few of the ones I've watched recently have just been so, like, this, the game itself looks like it's probably a really fun game to play. Mm. But the way that it's dropped into the series is so clearly product placement. Yeah. Like, it's it's a real game, and they're, this is a commercial for the game. Like... The first couple episodes of You Are My Glory, it, like it watches like you're watching a YouTube tutorial on how to play the game. The thing with that one and falling into your smile, they aren't games where you always play your one character and you know build up mm -hmm. their stats and stuff. So every gameplay, you have no idea who's playing who. Like it, it's somebody different. So I don't know who I'm supposed to be cheering for. So I just don't care. I like the ones like Crossfire and like Love O2O, which I wouldn't call a sports uh, drama, have, yeah. but where they dress their actors up in the costumes and like put them into the video game so that you know, this is that character doing this thing. Okay, got it. Cool. Because otherwise you're like, all you've got to go on is their facial reactions as they're sitting at their computers and they go, oh, and you're like, okay, I guess they were the one that just died. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, okay, sure. See, I, so like King's Avatar, for instance, and they do the mm -hmm. whole like people dressing up as their characters thing. Mm -hmm. I saw that it was pretty, but for me, there was so much time spent on gameplay for that, mm -hmm. that it, I wanted more real people time yeah yeah and, and then, every single episode it was like this is a lot of gameplay time i could go play a game myself if i really I, wanted yeah. to spend that much time on it i thought that I mean, you know though it's not a sports drama love o2o really balanced the hmm. game like and like the stuff that was happening in game wasn't just for the sake of the game it actually like was plot related connecting to, to like, the plot yeah the real world but uh yeah king's avatar sort of lost me a little too enjoyed that one but I would definitely say that that one falls more heavily into the sports mm -hmm. drama category because the sport is such a focus yeah. right the mm -hmm. game itself and the you know trying to build your team and win the win, win, win the, the avatar back and all that stuff Yay. yeah like it's very very heavily focused to me a good sports drama has is heavy on the drama right mm -hmm. like you get drama with it because if I just wanted to watch the sport I just watch the sport right like, like I, right. Listen, mm -hmm. if you just wanted to watch you know esports just go watch some let's plays on youtube there's yeah there's, there's so many all <laughs> kinds of them go hang out on for twitch any, go for like any, for you any know. style of what you're desiring like. very true and it and yeah. it's true of the sports too like if yeah. you're if you're somebody who's like super duper into basketball or baseball or soccer or something and you find yourself getting hung up watching a sports drama on the fact that like they played that wrong or they that that's not how those rules work or whatever maybe sports dramas are not for you maybe you should just stick to watching the sports because like okay cool I mean lots of people watch sports millions of people in the world love to watch sports and that's yeah. totally awesome but like for me I like the balance the mm. the sports that are the center for the the drama i want to watch the drama <laughs> i really like comeback stories in sports so like he was an athlete but then something happened and he had dun, to dun, leave dun. the sport but now's his chance to like make his big comeback this is all just my saying that i really love <laughs> fight for my way the drama yeah <laughs> it's really good <laughs> <laughs> disgraced taekwondo fighter becomes mma fighter uh and and does the sport have a fair bit in that show yes, like, yeah. like, it, it so. actually like features like you see mma fighting mm -hmm. which listen like 
I get why people like MMA fighting, but it's a bit much for me. But like they did it really well on the <laughs> they show. They did. Like it wasn't just a tad much. It's just but like it's, it's just like mm, it's just mm, it's a bit much. You know. <laughs> See, there was like an MMA, MMA game a few months back. I think it was where they um the ref called it off because they were still going, they were still fighting. And the ref saw a finger lying on the floor and he had to call it no. off. No, no, <laughs> no, no. And I was like, there was like, there was like stuff like that in the, like, listen, if you do not like seeing the snot kicked out of someone, there might be some scenes in Fight for My Way that you will have to, you know, do a little bit of the, the skippity skip. But anyway, fight, fight for my life is really good. And <laughs> the dance really good. Y'all should watch it. It's real good. Uh, despite all of my anti-MMA stance, I actually got someone to watch K-dramas because he was into MMA. And I was like, oh, I know a drama. That never got. I mean, that's like me with the, the baseball <laughs> fan, right? Like, ooh, I got some dramas for you. I, I have to tell you guys this story really quick. So I wrote down my list and I wrote down weightlifting fairy. And yeah. the, but the thing is, it then auto-corrected me on what I wrote. So Kim, Kim, bog, job. <laughs> Amazing. And you just saw that it did that. It's like, that's really good. But what I actually wanted to bring up, which is never classified as a sports drama, but we joked in the past about it should be. Boys over flowers. Okay. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of different sports that go down in boys over flowers. You've got swimming. You've got horse riding. You've got all sorts of shit. Like they do car whole, racing. Yeah, they do like a whole I mean, competition. They play pool. Yeah, I think they are playing. I think video games I, at one point. I think skiing. It's really every episode. It's like what new sport, sport are we going to highlight? Today? Sailing. <laughs> They do it all. They do it all. Um, I mean, yeah. I was not expecting. And really, you could tell it was like, oh, we're trying to make these people look really wealthy. Therefore, they play lots of sports. <laughs> lots of yes. lots of rich people. Yeah, the rich horseback sports. riding. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, no, did I, they learn anything I, from those sports? Absolutely no. Not. no. Absolutely. <laughs> did they learn anything from anything? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> no. That no. was not the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it was not the point, and so we have to give it credit. It never decided that was the point. Yeah, so. yeah. it wasn't trying to tell us that was the point. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's not where it was going. The point was to show that they were rich, and it did it. So because yeah. I mean, true. even the girl was an athlete. Like it's initially, was just, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh yeah, she was like a, a swimmer, a competitive swimmer. Yeah. She got. It. She wanted to go there because they had the good pool. That's right. <laughs> She was rendered swimless as um yes. <laughs> God, what's oh, the face would say? Oh Lord. <laughs> uh, uh, fun times. Time. But time. like I really was not expecting so many sports, and I remember just being flabbergasted, like, oh, we're playing another sport. And it wouldn't be here's just two moments of the sport. They would, would like show it for a long scene. Time. <laughs> I have some other swimming ones that I enjoyed. Um, if you're into swimming, since we mentioned what a great swimmer she was uh, at the beginning of Boys Over Flowers, none of them are Korean. It's okay. That's all right. Okay. We so I have you're all over. The yeah, place. we're going. I have I have one Taiwanese one, one Chinese one, and one tentative suggestion not a serious suggestion but one i gotta make because i gotta make it taiwan um so the taiwanese one's called swimming battle and it's about like a sad pathetic swim team in like a hick school that gets like a new coach from in town who's only really there because he's trying to like mac on the girl who like manages the swim team but it's cute it's you know it's your pretty standard cheesy taiwanese you know good time the chinese one is called my mr mermaid oh, i love that one so cute it's just it's about a journalist who's following the story of a disc see this is coming back a disgraced swimmer 
who was framed for cheating at swimming and he's making his comeback but it's like college swimming so i'm like listen guys like how seriously are we taking this year uh but it's really cute if you like eye candy that seemed to be the main focus of the show they spend a lot of time not necessarily swimming but walking around in swim gear yes you know i i see what they were up to and my final it's not really a suggestion but it needs to be mentioned because it is an iconic (laughs) show um is the show water boy with two y's uh which is a thai drama that this drama is wild it is wild it's about like a college swim team where like the 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 main swimmer on the team is forced to take this roommate that he has no interest in um and the ex-coach is his dad but the reason he's an ex-coach is because he hooked up with like another student on oh my god it's a mess it's a (laughs) hot new coach the the ex one of the swimmers and she like tries to like it's a, it's you're like just stop having sex with your students dude, it's, like just yeah, it's, please listen, God, stop it's, it but it is it is the show that launched a million memes so like when you watch it know that you're not about to watch something good but you are about to watch something iconic <laughs> and if you loved a thousand stars it does this star is not with, that but it no, does star it the does. same actor does he looks really actor. good in this one too. He, he is very built. Um, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I I'd be remiss. Like Ricky and Beth would never have forgiven me if I went through this and did not mention Water Boys <laughs> as a sports drama. So I have done my due <laughs> diligence duty. on this one. I purposely went out to watch a drama for this episode because I really don't have like any sports dramas like the only sports drama that i had that i watched was so close yet so far which is a kbs drama special it's from season nine kim and sook and pak yunai are in it um and it's about curling so if you're like into that you should watch it it's a little bit more intense because there's a little bit more grittiness to it um that is not Mm -hmm. really dealt with because of the curling it's just because of where they are and who he's tied with but it's a spe- drama special so it's an hour long so it's you know an easy thing but I specifically chose one drama and it was great and if you follow me on Twitter you already know what I'm going to talk about because I literally watched 14 out of the 16 episodes in one day and that is run on oh so was, good so good so good it's a drama that like ended this year so it's like really new um it has it's on netflix so it's easy yeah to it's on netflix it's imshuan and shin's uh say kyung and so it's good. about imshuan's character he's he's a runner i don't know which distance they say the distance i don't know okay. these things and shin say kyung's character who is a translator uh she ends up getting a job to translate for him because he's going to be talking to uh she's an english to Korean translator so she was he was going to be talking to a bunch of like American journalists and stuff and it's just about them coming together and like just oh. it's so good it's like, <laughs> very much like a, a slice of life romance mm-hmm. it's not like super mellow there are some parts that are like a lot deeper but it's just it's about believing in yourself but I think it's really great is that the like her character while she's not like the best like translator like she's not getting like a million calls to be translating mm-hmm. a bunch of different movies she's never not comfortable so it's never about her struggle mm-hmm. in that respect mm-hmm. it's kind of more just like pushing yourself to do other things or things that you might not know or like might not do and just like finding joy in that and then just I also it's need to mention so the show had the first openly asexual character I've ever seen on a K drama. It's just so that's I can't like the wild. like relationship. Their relationship is spectacular during the yeah. entire thing. Like there's literally a point. Like this is just like kind of how the relationship is. There's one point she was walking and it was dark out, and he comes up. He runs up to her, and he he's all in like black clothes, so she can't see him. 
So he runs up to her just to like pretend scare, you know, or like kind of be like, hi. And she freaks out. Like she's like literally like she comes up and she's like, she crouches down. She gets really scared. And the scene directly after it is him going, I'm sorry. I understand what I did now that was wrong. And I'll never do that again. I should have known that. And I wasn't thinking. And it was just like the best, like like most serious, like literally the best ever. And I was like. You, you know the you know the expression like a man written by a woman. Mm. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, for sure. <laughs> literally, literally him and like the second male lead too. Like the he's not even a second male lead. It's just like there's a secondary couple. He's another man written by a woman type. If you need to see a drama from this year, mm-hmm. Run On is extremely well done. I, yes. I was only able to watch one episode of it before I got busy with life, but. Even in the first episode, like, the topics that they covered and the way they portrayed the characters and stuff, like, it was like, oh, this is a mm-hmm. good one. Because even the lead the lead female's character being a translator, she dealt with misogyny, like, right oh, away. Yeah. And she stood up to it. She, yeah. like, didn't mm-hmm. just roll over. She was so realistic. She would stand up to it. And then after the fact, she would question, did I just harm my career by doing that? Like, it was, mm-hmm. it felt very real with, her having to deal with the consequences of standing up to things like mm-hmm. that and having and that to continues still deal with those throughout people. the show. Yeah. So. And I will say they do this thing that I think is really great. His character is just like so nice and so like supportive mm. of everything and everyone. And they do kind of mention she gets to a point where she's like, it starts to be uncomfortable for her. She's like, I can't be with you because you just seem like a good person. And they're very realistically, they do mm-hmm. it. They acknowledge it. So it's not just like this like kid who's just like the dream and like perfect and they don't acknowledge that that like is not really a normal thing. They like actually acknowledge that. Mm. And so it's not just like they sort of his character is really interesting because it's played and I think very cleverly in sort of a way that like he doesn't really get how things are supposed to work. Mm -hmm. And so he just always does his thing and he always just does the right thing that he sees as the right thing in the moment even if it personally hinders him Mm -hmm. like at every every turn a strong (laughs) sense of morality to a point where he's very demanding and very realistic about it he's like no this is how it's supposed to go yeah and this is like you can't we can't keep doing it this way because it will just perpetuate everything else so Mm -hmm. like the this is the outcome this is the outcome teams with uh like a bullying or a, you know, sometimes that, that's one of the things that sometimes comes up in, in sports dramas is either inner teammate bullying and violence or coaches who like mm. hit, you know, um, racket boys had a couple of episodes dealing with that in, in this. And um, I, what I thought was really good was that it, the, the one major episode ended with, the actor who played the coach just turning to the camera and saying we have to do better we're grown-ups teachers parents coaches we are the grown-ups and we have to protect children Mm -hmm. and so it doesn't matter that this is how we used to do it we can't do this anymore it doesn't matter if that's how you were trained you have to do better because we as Koreans have to do better because we're the grown-ups it was like okay like yeah good job they told like one story one episode where it was like when he was coming up as badminton you know and how like the older students on the team used to like hit the younger students and him and his teammate being like well more of the older students will do that and then there's another episode with a coach who who would beat four students because their parents couldn't afford to pay bribes and you were like because poor students don't deserve good things and it was like oh i hurt you like so it but like i really liked that aspect like it when a sports drama isn't just insular but they like they look at the bad aspects of their sport as well and and the things that go on you know in reality so, but it was a really cool moment. 
Uh, I do want to go back and touch back on weightlifting fairy Kim Bog Job. <laughs> Kim Bog Ju. Kim Bog Ju. Kim Bog Ju. Uh, really good sports drama. It is. Mm. On so two good. levels. So it, it is a good one. And that uh, that is, I mean, if people have gotten into Asian dramas the past year or so, that wouldn't have been their springboard mm-hmm. but some people that was one of the first yeah. one or I think one that and fight my way one or yeah. two mm-hmm. yeah that was the drama that got me to buy a Vicky membership because I was like I cannot wait three weeks for these to unlock so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also just wanted to mention I'm not sure it's really heavy on the sports side yeah. but Mr. Mr. Hart was sure cute <gasps> yes definitely oh, I mean Hart. when we're talking about running dramas it oh it was so cute and the sport is definitely important in that one literally little korean bl my heart grow five sizes Uh, (laughs) it's so cute with a a runner and then pretty much his pacemaker person Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. which when you're not in running that's not really something you think about so it was just kind of like educational too like oh that's a thing sometimes for people Uh, there's also an actual you know, I, I did mention Water Boys as being not necessarily a good BL sports drama, but there is a very popular, actually good BL sports drama, uh, which is called Crossing the Line. It's one of the history series from History 2 about volleyball players. Mm-hmm. Um, very cute. It's very, very cute and pretty much universally beloved in the BL watching community. Like, yeah, people love Crossing the Line. And I mean, for Thai sports dramas, there's the whole Project S series. Mm. Um, It's four shorter, well, not really short for Thai dramas. I think they're all like six or eight episodes long. But there's four of them. One is about skateboarding, one is volleyball, one is about archery, and one is about badminton. Mm. I've only watched the volleyball ones so far, but like they're quite popular and they are a little bit more of the like serious there's still the short tie dramas not the you know not those like long lacorns mm-hmm. or anything but they run a little more serious like they're not the the silly stories there's some really serious stuff that goes on in the stories so and the, the one I watched was quite good I really enjoyed it so I keep meaning to go back and watch the rest one of the ones I watched a few years ago was Skate into Love, or maybe it was last year. I don't know anymore, but it was a, a Chinese one. And I liked that one because it had multiple different sports. Mm-hmm. So they were all ice sports and they were all skating sports. But one of the char- one of the characters is a figure skater and a couple of the characters are speed skaters and a bunch of the characters are hockey players. And so you get some of that teamwork stuff, but then you have that competitive because they all want access to the school's ice pad and stuff but then also that thing where they start to learn to respect the other sports like mm. you know like the hockey players treat the you know the guy who does figure skating like he's you know crappy or you know like he's too girly because he's you know but then when they actually start paying attention to what he's doing and see what he can do on the ice and they're like we can't do that. Like, I can't, I can't jump like that. I can't do those things that he does. So obviously there's a skill there, you know, like, and so that's, it's nice to see. It's not a perfect drama, but it is definitely, it was one of my more popular ones that I enjoyed. And speed skating is such a big sport, like in Korea, especially like it's huge. So, which, especially short track, which there's, when the Olympics were in Korea, there was a a short drama called Short about speed skating, starring one of the surprise boys. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, Ah, classic. You never know when they'll just show up. (laughs) Yeah, surprise. (laughs) Their name is apt. Their name is apt. There's a lot of sports dramas we haven't covered. I'm sure there's a ton out there. Yeah. And if there's there's ones that you like that we didn't mention that you think we might like, you should (laughs) uh, reply to the Twitter posts that will be advertising this episode with what your favorite sports drama is, because... We love 
to hear from other you know fans especially because we didn't go into any anime and i know it's a huge thing oh, in hack anime. You. Oh, hack you. yeah yes, sports so. animes are huge so please. yuri on ice oh fucking love yuri on ice i, I mean yuri i watched so like, much prince of ten um prince of tennis which mm-hmm. was a great drama but it's based on like i think there's an anime and mm-hmm. a manga and i you yeah. know no, so i've so i've watched yuri on ice thing. like six times in its entirety i love it <laughs> don't get me started don't get me started um but yeah this has been sports dramas you know sports go, go sports. sports sport go team go sports sports ball <laughs> go local the team. thing local the team the team the points yay yay go you. I, hope, I hope you feel some score touch <laughs> in your sports yeah (laughs) anyway thank you for taking the time to listen to us talk about sports and sports dramas uh we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed talking about it um if you want to listen to other episodes we're wherever podcasts can be found but you can also go to certifiednunas.com our home on the web which has links to everything that we talk about in all the episodes um you can also support this podcast by going to patreon.com slash certified nunas and becoming part of the found family which is our little little family here on the web and we have a good time and we put extras that get cut on the episodes and we have a, a monthly movie night and we you know we have a good time we love we love all the fan family and we really thank them for our support for their support not our support <laughs> for supporting us we will also be having a live stream on the 28th we are going to be having an ask a nuna um so ask your pressing questions uh about life k-dramas entertainment us whatever you know like as long as they ain't nasty we will answer them and jesse what email should they send that to if they have a question askanuna at gmail.com that's right askanuna at gmail.com we will be taking your questions and chatting with you live on the 28th on our youtube channel so keep tuned for that anyway we hope you have a fantastic week you stay safe wash your hands wear a mask and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. Bye. Bye.